Hey, misadventurers, it's Kat Kruger, your dungeon master at D20 Dames. Welcome to the podcasts of Wildmount. We're fortunate enough to be among a handful of podcasts that got an early look at the Explorer's Guide to Wildmount and the campaign setting created by Matthew Mercer for Critical Role. We're very excited to be able to play in this world and put our own little spin on things. We're also really incredibly delighted to be joined by special guest Kelly Knox. She's a freelance writer with bylines at Star Wars, IGN, DC Comics, Nerdist, and much more. The dames rolled up new characters for this special one-shot, so without further ado, let's begin our misadventure. You are a few days outside Azarius on the hollowed path towards Roshana. The three of you are riding on more bounders. They are sleek, black predators, uh, panther-like except for their tusks. And you move through these fields of broken earth and muddy paths that weave around muggy swamps and corrupted forests. You are in the wastes of Joras. Can you each describe your characters? Uh, my name is Jen, and I'm playing Vomer Bones. Uh, Vomer is a copper uh, dragonborn wizard and has these big black robes with gold facetings and all sorts of um, small little... Uh, ticks uh, embroidered into the uh, cloth um, as well as a, a small bone mask that sits atop their crest and uh, if you uh, if you get a peek under the robes you might see something else something something terrifying uh, and that's oh and is carrying a, a sort of large uh, a staff uh, with a, a little um, and, a, and a little crystal crystalline dagger for now. <laughs> um, I'm Brittany. I'm playing uh, Anna Glaze, who is a uh, hill dwarf rogue. Um, she is um, wearing a cloak that has a, kind of embroidered on the back what looks like a, a window pane um, <laughs> because she is a <laughs> window pane crafts, craftsperson. Um, and, uh, yeah, her cloak right now is kind of her, uh, she's like in uniform, you can consider it. I wonder if there's a specific word for a windowpane craftsperson. Uh, it's, it is Glazier, which is why Glacier. her name is Anna Glaze. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, so she is, uh, tan skinned with a curly mop of dark brown hair. Um, and she's, uh, very slight. I mean, she's a, she's a hill dwarf, but she's also like, uh, her personality is very slight as well. She's almost hiding in her cloak. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Jess, and I'm playing Nalka, a turtle who has uh, also a cloak, um, and hers is sort of draped around, kind of like her front and side, uh, <clears throat> almost like a, a more of a tunic than a cloak. Um, and it is rainbow colors, 
just like shine in right in your face. Very loud. <laughs> uh, she also has a large shield uh, that she carries over her shell that ha- is decorated, sort of like carved with the face of a turtle. <clears throat> um, and you can't really see much of her because she's covered in this <laughs> shield and cloak. Uh, but yeah, she is a turtle. So two super cloaked people, and then one cloaked but with a window pane, so you can kind of see through them. <laughs> Lots of cloaks going on here. Yep. <laughs> it's quite the it's quite the sight uh, seeing these creatures uh, uh, riding on more bounders in the middle of this swampy area. Uh, so. The lot of you are your smugglers of sorts. Um, you rob from those who are benefiting from the war and redistribute the wealth uh, among those that uh, are in need. Uh, they live in the pits area of the city of Azarius. And your cartel leader, Dogas, uh, a bugbear, has received intel identifying Dwendalian spies in the area and they are disguised uh, as a merchant caravan. They're traveling through the area and you have been tasked with relieving them of their goods. <laughs> Do we have them feel like if we're going to expect them at a certain time of day? or You are uh, you are on the hollowed path uh to, uh, heading towards them you know that they are going to be uh, traveling down this path um, but you have no uh, no more recent intel uh, since leaving the city are they coming from the other direction is that what we're yes. like, planning to encounter them I see. yeah so you're heading heading east and they're heading west Anna Glaze Nolka do you want to hide somewhere along the tree line or uh, maybe we do a, a feint of some kind. Uh, you can pretend to rob me and maybe uh, appeal to their uh, compassion. Mm. We Didn't we do that last time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right. And um, Nolka got stabbed for it, I think. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Got really badly infected, that one. <laughs> I'd rather not get stabbed again. If we have other options. I mean, okay. The the hiding the hiding might be our best bet. Should we go a little further and pull off? Yes, yes. And uh, Vomer sort of nudges the moorbounder. Uh, go, uh, go, bristle, my beautiful steed. <laughs> bristle is the name of yours. Yes. All right. Uh, so as you are um, trying to make these these plans to, to hide in the um, in the crookedy in the crooked forest, um, you hear some screams down the path uh, ahead. Sounds like someone got to them first. Oh, I hope not. This was going to be really easy. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> After you. Uh, all right. Uh, Anna Glaze will throw her throw her cloak kind of to hide her face and start like trudging forward towards the towards the noise off her off of her uh, moorbounder. You're off of the moorbounder. Yes. Are we? Did we not pull over? Are we still on the? <laughs> <laughs> or did, were we still on the highway? <laughs> we're still on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're you're off off the path, but you can you can get back on the path if you wanted to. Um, are you going to go by by foot and leave your moorbounder here? Or I was thinking of going by foot. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so you leave your moorbounder quieter. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to stealth. Uh, what's everybody else doing? Um, Noka has uh, also dismounted her moorbounder and sort of like held out her cloak for a moment and like waved it and turned it completely dark like dark colors that sort of blend in with the swamp so she doesn't stand out so much and is following <laughs> behind Anna Glaze. Right. Also too stealth. <laughs> and Vomer? Uh, yeah, Vomer vaults off Bristle uh, and with a little flip and uh, Bristle bristles at this and uh, <laughs> uh, she also goes into the stealth position. Uh, a right, black uh, cloak becoming one with the ground. <laughs> I right. can, I'm also going to just quickly say, because I think <laughs> Jess and I have the same item, um, <laughs> I'm going to uh, <laughs> I'm going to shake my cloak. Once, <laughs> once Anna Glay sees that <laughs> Nilka uh, changed uh, her cloak, I'm going to uh, shake my cloak as well. And the window pane turns to like a, like a wagon wheel almost and a mm. wrench. And she's going to give uh, Nilka a look like, hmm. <laughs> fun fun little tricks we have, huh? <laughs> yes. Great cloaks. Are we going? <laughs> Is this a fashion show and I was not invited? <laughs> You've seen us using these cloaks? Or? Yeah, you could have gotten your own at the, the cloak shop. We bought them at the same place. Yeah, no, no, exactly. you're right. You're we, right. Then. We pointed them out. We showed you what they did. And you would no, I don't need <laughs> one of these cloaks. You don't get to be mad about it now. That is a terrible impression of Vomer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you sneak ahead and uh, you are unnoticed. Um, however, it is because uh, there is a... There is a merchant caravan ahead of you. Uh, it fits the description of the Dwendalian um, spy caravan. Uh, however, they are engaged in combat. Um, there are five uh, quote-unquote merchants engaged in combat with uh, what looks to be a blood hunter. And she is making short work of them. Um as you approach, uh, one has already been felled, um, and she is uh, taking swings at uh, at the others. Quick, flip a coin. Who should we help? Uh, is there a third side for backing away? Slowly? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, we're not going to help the people that we came here to rob, right? I was just checking. <laughs> I mean, it's, she seems to be doing fine. Do we need to help any of them? Well, what if she's here to do the same thing we're trying to do? Everyone's our enemy in the end. <laughs> yes, well, Doggis would not be happy if uh, someone else relieved them of their goods. As you're talking, another one of the Dwendalian uh, merchants uh, falls. Okay, two down. Uh, if we just keep <laughs> chatting here, we could... Oh, I like this plan. Uh, we talk and wait and then uh, come in at the last moment and take yes. her out. Yes. That's right. That's right. Uh, I believe I see a lot of men do this uh, back at 
<laughs> is it can we tell anything about her other than what that she's a blood hunter like i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to ask is there any is she nice she from her? <laughs> <laughs> does she seem like she'd be fun to chill with <laughs> uh make a perception check Uh, 17. Uh, what you can see from this distance is that this blood hunter has essentially entered into um, a rage and is sort of blindly attacking um, uh, basically everything in sight. Um, the Dwendalians are uh, vastly outpowered, but they're still trying to make a stand. I mean, she's definitely got this covered. <laughs> she she also seems to be moving towards some of the wagons uh, have been um, slightly overturned, and um, there are items that uh, that have fallen out of the wagons. So there's like barrels and and such. Um, but you also notice that there is um, this brassy orb um, that has. Um, it's spiked and it has a number of insectoid legs made of swords. It's about two feet in circumference, maybe less. And um, the blood hunter appears to be making her way towards that specific item. All right. Vomer's going to uh, uh, slink over as well and try to uh, <laughs> uh, nab it first. Okay. I mean, I don't know that you want to put yourself in the... Yeah, do your thing. That's, this is, yeah, this is going to be fine, I'm sure. Oh, but also while doing that, uh, rub, rubs her, rubs this uh, odd-looking purple and gold ring on their finger and, and winks out of existence. All right. So uh, you're using invisibility to move forward? Yes, I'm using a, a ring All right. of mine. Yeah. Uh, so you move forward, uh, and you, um, you know, there, another one of the, uh, Dwendalians, uh, is cut down. Um, so there are two left, um, and as this battle is happening, um, and the, um, the dirt beneath, uh, beneath everyone's feet is getting a little bit bloody, you, uh, you approach this sphere, um, and what do you want to do when you get there? Uh, Vomer uh, takes uh, one of the uh, sleeves of her cloak. She's actually got a double sleeve situation, you know. So, <laughs> and uh, so that way she can slide the orb into the sleeve without it touching her scales. <laughs> mm. It's two feet in circumference. These are big sleeves, cat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, she, she. You hear her go shoot. Uh, mm. <laughs> Audibly, oh, oh shoot again. Ah, uh, ah, two feet. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, she pulls out her, her staff and her uh, crystal and dagger and tries to like, uh, you know that game with the two sticks and a ball. <laughs> that you bought back and forth on the sticks. Yes. 
Nobody? Okay. Well, it's a game and it's a lot of fun and jugglers do it. And so she sort of like picks the orb up with the the staff and then the dagger this way. <laughs> All right. You need to make a strength, strength test. Oh, a strength check? Oh, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> 12 <laughs> you uh as you're trying to to juggle with these these two uh prods um you're not able to gain uh gain traction on it um so you sort of roll it slightly mm-hmm. um and then on the inside you hear uh a mule oh uh like a sound like a baby or a cat or something some type make, of animal, I guess. Make a survival check. Everyone else can hear this mewling, though, right? You, because of the battle that's going on around, mm-hmm. um, you're the only one that can hear it because you're you're right up close. Okay. Well, a six is a real good roll, I've heard. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not sure. Okay. Um, she's gonna just yeah try to roll it towards the group constantly. <laughs> Is anyone <laughs> is anyone noticing this happening? Nolgun and Aniglaze are just watching. <laughs> the Blood Hunter is still uh, is still engaged with the with the spies and the spy. Uh, they're um, the spies are sort of torn between fighting the hunter and um, and trying to go back to this uh, this little sphere. What do the rest of you want to do? I mean, I guess Nilkel will try to help. <laughs> uh, Nilkel has a glaive that she can... I mean, she's not going to try to do the stick ball thing, because that clearly didn't work. Um, <laughs> but sort of, like, uh, <laughs> stick the glaive out, like, get closer and stick the glaive out and kind of try to, like, continue pushing it forward. All right. Like, so we're... All right, we're just doing this one. Sort of like a... <laughs> Fun game. I thought two minds would be better than one, but here you're just sort of plussing mine, so... I mean, do you know what this is? Do you know what's in it? Is there... No, it was shiny, Nolka. I mean, yeah, I like shiny things as much as the next turtle, but like, it's not like you can keep this in your pocket. I mean, we could keep it in a big pocket between us like a hammock. I... I'm remembering now that I promised myself I was going to stop trying to have this conversation with you. Because I feel like everywhere we go, it's just this. Make a hammock. <laughs> yeah, and there's the hammock part. I, yes, this is all it's like deja vu. This just happens so often. <laughs> Nelka, because, because you're not invisible, uh, the enemies are very aware that uh, that the sphere is, is being... Uh, interfered with at this point. At first, they they might have thought that it was rolling away of its own own accord, uh, but now uh, their sights are are set on you, and the and the spies sort of try to run toward you. Um, the blood hunter takes an opportunity attack, and another one is felled. So there's only one spy left um, as it tries to uh, uh, make its way back to the the sphere. Um, and Nolka, do you want to make a strength check? Seventeen. All right. So you're able to to start rolling uh, this this sphere, um, 
back toward Anaglaze. Anaglaze, what is it that you're doing? Uh, I was going to, um, or Anaglaze is going to uh, take out a ball, a ba- bag of ball bearings <laughs> and <laughs> put them on the ground before her <laughs> to maybe speed up the process of, uh, of the ball rolling. Oh, nice. Uh, sight. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, you are, you have, Put the ball bearings underneath the sphere. You're rolling it along. You, uh, now that you're all close to it, you're you're hearing more um, more mewling noises coming from inside. Um, but then the final uh, spy is uh, is downed, and the blood hunter calls out, "Stop there!" No, couldn't be us. Just keep going. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> uh, I need y'all to roll for initiative. <laughs> it's a five for Vomer. That is a one for Anaglaze. <laughs> yeah, I got a five as well. My my dex is zero. Uh, mine is higher. All right. So. Just All right. higher. Don't tell us what it is. Just higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep that a mystery. How very Jess of you. <laughs> Oh my! Uh, the uh, the blood hunter got a twenty. Good. Of course she did. <laughs> All right, so um, so Vomer, you are still uh, invisible, right? Yes. The blood hunter lifts up her uh, heavy crossbow and uh, fires at um, one each at Anaglaze and Noka. Anaglaze, the first one, uh, seven that misses, right? Yep. And yeah. Noka, also seven. So, uh, yeah. So she misses both of you. Uh, and uh, Noka, it is your turn. Uh, all right. First, Noka is going to use her bonus action to. She's going to cross her arms in front of her face and then sort of like push them away. And as she does, sort of like a shadow of herself steps forward, um, which also has a glaive. And she is going to attack. Uh, So first she is going to attack with the glaive twice because I have two attacks. And I'm also going to use my luck to re-roll that attack roll. (laughs) So that is a a 21 and a 16 to hit. Uh, those hit. That is a total of 10 slashing. Okay. Um, and then the shadow version of her also attacks. Nice. Um, that's a 15 to hit. 15 does not hit. Uh, yeah, that was everything. So I used my bonus action to make my echo. Very cool. Uh, so the blood hunter uh, um, takes the hits uh, and just sort of snarls down at you. Um, next, it is uh, Volmer's turn. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Volmer throws out her left arm. And if the sun is out, uh, 
catch a little bit of a gold numbers written on her uh, coppery scales. It's very beautiful and also very terrifying if you recognize what they are. And she twists her wrist and then goes, know that you have too much to do with not enough time. And uh, a series of gold numbers appears around the, uh, well, I guess she has to make a wisdom saving throw, but a series of gold numbers appears around the head of the blood hunter. All right. She must make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, it, she got a nine. Oh, that's not enough, Vomer says to nobody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the numbers, they start to interlock and create a crown around her head. Um, as uh, She is now under, she's charmed by me um, with the crown of madness. All right. So she must use this action for moving on each of its turn to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that I mentally choose. So I will be saying, don't hit Nolka. All right. Mentally. <laughs> uh, Anna Glaze, it is now your turn. Uh, Anna Glaze is going to walk forward a couple steps uh, and address the blood hunter uh, and say, hey, hey, uh, this is very exciting. Uh, really happy for the work you've done here. I, I just, I got a call that there was a wagon that uh, is in need of repairs, and I, I just, I don't know, I just feel like I'm caught up in something I shouldn't be here. <laughs> I don't know who these jokers are either. I, I just, uh, maybe I can just. And she's getting closer and closer uh, to the blood hunter. <laughs> Uh, any any reaction from from dear Bloodhunter? Uh, she is fully in like a blood frenzy. You could just see it in her eyes, and uh, now she's gripping um, gripping onto her great sword, and uh, and it looks like she's locked eyes on you because you've made yourself uh, known to her. Mm. Yep, yep. Didn't really think this one through. Um, <laughs> Um, can I, can I use my, I have a bonus action called eye for detail where I can make an investigation check. Yeah. Can I do that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> anything, anything around, uh, uh, 16. Uh, what is it that you're specific, like, what is it that you're trying I'm to, to Basically, look for? maybe this is actually more perception check, but I'm trying to see if there's a way to, um, to kind of, uh, calm the blood hunter down or, or get the blood hunter to like. I'm just trying to understand the Bloodhunter more, I guess. Uh, I think with the Bloodhunter, you might make a, a history check. 14. Uh, you, you know, what you know about Bloodhunters, you've heard the tales of them. Uh, they're just these legendary forces to be reckoned with. They're, um, they're stalkers um, that have undergone these alchemical experiments to uh, to obtain power from, from monsters um, and it allows them to track monsters better um, but also they are known to basically kill first, ask questions later got it got it oh Bloodhunter, cool 
very cool. Are the again the call was for a you know merchant wagon. Are, are these not merchants? Any anything? She's, she says, "Give me the sphere and walk away." Oh, sphere. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, take that. I, again, I have no, I have no need for it. What is it? <laughs> By the way, just curious. It's beautiful. She's not going to answer. Um, great, great. Well, now that I'm close and have done too many things for one, one action. <laughs> Keep going. I believe in you. Do you have a bonus action that you would like to use? <laughs> um, you could try to persuade her. Uh, uh but I think it would be at disadvantage because uh, she's in a rage, in a frenzy. Okay, let me try that. Let me just go before go you. Yeah, my, before you. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just try to persuade her that this is all a misunderstanding. Oh, dear, dear, dear. That's a good roll, and that's a bad roll. No. Oh, no. Uh, so nine. No, she's not buying it. Um, right. Yeah. Right. So, do you want to attack her? Nope, I'm gonna I'm gonna dash away. <laughs> dash away. <laughs> dash away all. Alright, so how far are you are are you going? Uh, literally backing up to exactly where I was before. She's probably still looking at me, but I'm just not gonna be so close. Sure. Uh, so back to the, the sphere then? Back to the sphere basically, okay. which is another bad idea. <laughs> I I think I, I think I have her right where we want her. <laughs> <You know? laughs> She's real primed for you for you all. <laughs> Or just one of you, just you, just you, Nalka. <laughs> she. I think Bomer's uh, still still invisible. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. How long does invisibility uh, last? With what I have, as soon as I cast the other spell, it became visible again. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm using I'm using a special little ring. Ah, okay. Uh, so, the Blood Hunter notices uh, Vomer now. Um, like in a like, hey, you're cute way, or <laughs> <laughs> she notices that you, uh, uh, she pieces together that you were the one that uh, that charmed her, and uh, she's not able to uh, f- to target uh, Nolka, uh, so she is going to target you, Vomer. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> 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 and. Uh, She's actually going to just step forward and uh, and swing at you with her greatsword. Uh, first one's a 26 to hit. Uh, doubles that, so 226 to hit. Okay, so uh, her greatsword swings down at you, uh, and the first one uh, you get... Uh, she slashes across uh, your midsection, um, and as it slashes down, um, it burns, uh, and you take uh, ten slashing and three fire damage. Oh, <clears throat> yikes! <laughs> uh, and she does it again. Uh, and she makes a like an X pattern on the middle of your chest here, and she's uh, 
that swing gets uh, five slashing damage and five fire damage. Um, oh, oh no! I'm passed out. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to attempt to uh, actually push past all of you to move forward to the to the sphere. So. Does Nol- my falling body trip her? <laughs> so Nolka and uh, and Vomer, you both have opportunity attacks on the on the blood hunter. My echo might also have an opportunity attack. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know for sure, but I'm gonna say it does. Yeah. <laughs> that is an eighteen and a twenty-two to hit. Both hit. Uh, 11 and 4 slashing. All right. And uh, so she takes the damage. And again, because she's in this in this frenzy, she it's it's like she barely notices, even though uh, you know that she's she's bleeding. Um, and Vomer, what, what would you like to do? Again, Vomer is passed out, so oh, okay. there's not much Vomer can do <laughs> other than maybe trip people or... <laughs> absorb damage for someone else all right uh so you're gonna have to make uh saving throws when it gets to your turn uh all right nolka it is your turn um all right so this was fun (laughs) my friend is dying in front of me um and so is is the blood hunter like up on us now because she came for the orb yeah um, so first, Nalka's just going to ask, like, so what exactly is inside of this thing? What what do you want here? She sort of glares over at you and just says, there's a dangerous thing in there and it must be destroyed. Dangerous in what way? What is it? She just shakes her head. What does it matter to you? I'll destroy it. If I don't, someone else will, or worse yet, corrupt its powers for their use. I mean, corrupt its powers, so it... Like, it's not dangerous right now, but would be if it were corrupted? Don't twist my words. It's dangerous. I'm not trying to twist your words. I'm trying to understand why we're fighting against each other. If there's a danger, like, that's something we'd be interested in. Interested in stopping, to be clear? (laughs) (laughs) Then stand down and let me destroy it. But I mean... It sounds like you're talking about a creature, not a thing. She's getting very angry, and uh, you can see that she... uh, The next thing she's probably going to do is swing her sword down at the sphere. Alright, I guess I will just keep attacking. So I have my extra attack, so I can attack twice. That is a... 19 and a 18 to hit. Both hit. Um, and my echo is also going to hit. I'll just do them all at once. Oh, gosh. No, that's a 10. Nope. Uh, that is 19 slashing. So you slash at the blood hunter. Um, she takes this damage, um, barely noticing it, but she's very bloody at this point. Uh, Vomer, you need to make a saving throw. Excellent. I don't add anything to that, right? No, just a straight cool. 20. Aha, 13. All right, you save. Yes. Anaglaze, what would you like to do? Oh, dear. 
And you, you recall Vomer's words, If I ever die, make a beautiful stained glass of my face and carry me with you always. <laughs> always! For a moment, Anaglaze is thinking about the different colors of glass she'll need. <laughs> <laughs> Just having a little bit of a, a moment away. Uh, <laughs> uh, but she'll come back and, and uh, she will... Uh, uh, pull out her uh, rapier and uh, start walking towards the uh, blood hunter and say, uh, okay, I lied. <laughs> uh, this, These are my friends. Uh, sorry about that. It doesn't seem like you're backing down. So I just, uh, sorry. <laughs> and uh, we'll attack the blood hunter with her uh, rapier. All right. Make your attack. I tried. <laughs> 15 to hit? Does not hit. Gosh, darn it. Do you have a bonus action? I don't have one that makes sense because I didn't do the attack good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'm just going to stand down then. All right. Uh, so it is the Blood Hunter's turn, uh, and she swings down. At the sphere. Um, I have a thing protection. Okay. Um, so that like while I have a shield and basically she gets disadvantage on her attack roll. Okay. That's what it comes down to. Mm. Sorry that I did not see that in time enough to save is that, Homer. <laughs> is that uh, is that a magical effect? Uh no, it's just a reaction that I have. Okay. Alright, so disadvantage. Um so she uh, she swings down, uh, and uh, for whatever reason, it seems like there's like a a force or something that stops her from actually hitting the sphere, and she swings wide, and it taps onto one of the legs, and when it does so, um, you can hear the mewling again, uh, and this sphere opens up and who is closest to the sphere right now is it vomer's face (laughs) (laughs) um probably since i just like dove for like milka just dove for to try to stop her from hitting it she is closest all right so it opens up and you see a creature inside and kelly i would like you to describe your character. So inside, you see a very small tabaxi cub. Uh, she's barely as big as uh, Anna Glaze. She's pretty small. Uh, she's got light brown fur with white, and she's got a few black freckles on her face. And you can kind of see she's got a tattered brown robe on, and her ears are down. She's pretty scared. Somebody awake, say something. <laughs> You're, you're trying to kill that? It's so... Uh, uh, it's beautiful. What? But why? It's dangerous. You don't even understand. It looks scared. It should be. And the cub's looking all around. It's not sure what's happening. So she, she sees Nulka in front of her. And all of a sudden, she just kind of 
stares at her. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, Noka <laughs> just very quickly, uh, not her action, will sort of reach into her shell and pull out her pet. She has an Almirage pet. <gasps> um, and just sort of hand it to the cub as a way to be like, all right, you calm this kid down while I take care of this. <laughs> she takes it and hugs it, but just keeps staring at you. <laughs> cool. The, the Almirage is like nuzzling, nuzzling her, and she, like she she gets it. Her Almirage gets it and is like, yeah, yeah, I'll keep this this cub calm. <laughs> um, so, uh, so the uh, Kelly's character, which I will refer to as the cub. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she, uh, she. You also notice that uh, that um, Vomer is uh, passed out. Um, she looks, uh, she looks very injured. And I'm actually going to stick you in initiative here. Um, mm -hmm. So if you want to do something, uh, you can do so now. Uh, is she still, is she stuck inside the, uh, the, the orb, or is she out completely? Uh, it's just opened up like a little, little hatch. Um, okay. so you're still in there safely hugging your, your Almirage. Uh, you could reach out, um, basically to touch, uh, Vomer if you wanted to. Okay. Um, she's going to, uh, stretch out her little paw, because she sees Vomer there on the ground. Uh, and she is going to cast Life Transference. So that's, uh, I roll 48. And she gets nine hit points back. All right, so, uh, Vomer, you are, you wake up and you see this little cub um, staring down at you and her paw um, is touching yours. You feel, um, you feel this flow of energy um, of this life force uh, entering your body, um, but you also see that the cub seems like uh, she's a little drained from it. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you, friend. I feel so much better now. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> she tilts her head, but her ears come up now. <laughs> Nolka, what would you like to do now? I mean, I guess just keep attacking the, the blood hunter since she wants to kill the cub. Yes. <laughs> and we obviously as bounty hunters or whatever it is that we are have to keep the cub safe. <laughs> it's our creed. Um, Alright. <laughs> it's the way. <laughs> this is the way. Um, yeah, she's gonna her usual attack Uh, so that is a 21 and 18 to hit. Both hit. Um, and the echo as well, a 13 to hit. 13 does not. Okay. That is 23 slashing. Alright, describe what happens when you swing down um, on the blood hunter. Are you going to kill the blood hunter so or... So after the first slash and she sees probably the blood hunter start to like seriously falter instead of like slashing exactly with the next one, she's just going to like 
hit their head to try to knock them out, I guess. All right. So the blood hunter uh, collapses, uh, basically in a very bloody heap, um, and is passed out um, next to the There's spear. your blood, blood hunter. <laughs> Sorry, too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Just saying, I did find it. You spent all this time hunting it. It's right there. It was inside you the whole time. <laughs> Alright, uh, so uh, we're falling out of initiative now. What uh, what would you like to do with the blood hunter? Uh, tie her to a tree. <laughs> Just like wrap her around the trunk. Alright. Uh, you can very easily do that. Um, and uh... Wilmer would like to search her pockets because... If this blood hunter didn't realize she had blood inside her all along, maybe she's just carrying a message about what she was supposed to do as well. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, blood hunter uh, just has uh, her her weapons on her. Um, So she's got a great sword, a heavy crossbow, and um, she's got some spell casting components and you do see a a directive talking about the uh, Dwendalian um, spy caravan um, traveling through the area and instead of being tasked with relieving them of their goods uh, the blood hunter was tasked with uh, um, killing a target uh, contained within a gearkeeper construct. The note uh, alludes to the fact that um, the Spider Queen um, is after this target. Uh, Vilmer uh, relies or relays all this information to the Spider Queen. This sounds very interesting. What, is you... that someone that we would know who yeah, that is? Same question. Uh, let's do a history check. Nope. Never heard of her. (laughs) (laughs) And they say it's interesting because I know a lot and I wrote my dissertation on her. (laughs) Uh, 20, 21, 21. Sorry. And Uh, this was my mentor. Anakles has has sources. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Did you say you have eyes everywhere? (laughs) Uh, Vomer, what did you get? 15. Uh, yeah, so you and Anaglaze uh, know that uh, the Spider Queen uh, is Lulz. Uh She has uh, a network called the Children of Malice uh, that sort of lurk in the shadows. Uh, even in the city where you, uh, where you live, they, uh, they have infiltrated uh, the Kryn dynasty, and they are plotting uh, revenge. Um, while you're talking, the cub is kind of batting around the ball bearings that were on the ground. <laughs> Mulka would also like to just explore the, like, what's left of the caravan to see if there is anything valuable that we can take. You can, uh, let's make a survival check. Thirteen. All right. You, you notice there's a lot of, um food supplies here so you would have enough rations for for quite a while um if you wanted to take some of that um other than that um it's pretty innocuous uh it seems like the the main thing that they were transporting 
or trying to transport into the city was uh, was this sphere. Uh, as you're sort of looting through um, the caravan, you all feel this thunderous bang, and it shakes the earth, and all of a sudden you hear uh, growling, and uh, you see your moorbounders uh, take off uh, to the east. Oh, no, 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 Bristol, no! Uh, Time to get going, I guess. Nilka, you feel a little paw on your leg as as the cub was clearly scared and grabbed onto you for for comfort. Um, Nilka will sort of, like, reach down her her big hand, uh, like, offering the cub to to get up in it so she can pick her up. (laughs) She goes in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nilka sort of lifts uh, the cub and her her pet, Almirage, um, up to kind of like where the her her neck meets her shell so you can kind of like tuck yourself in right there <laughs> okay. protected by her shell <laughs> mm-hmm. all right are you um, what are you doing next um, i'll just sort of like looking back at the other two like all right we're leaving now right clearly something is happening here and i want no part in it <laughs> yes let's let us go there's really nothing we can bring back to Doggeth? Really? Nothing? Oh, yeah. I guess Nilka would have tried to grab, like, containers of food or or whatever. Uh, just don't. I, I feel like the thing that he wanted was, was uh, our cub friend. I mean, probably, but no reason to, to waste all of these food rations, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's grab their uh, identification as well, so it'll be a burden for them. <laughs> Um, are you heading, uh, are you heading east to catch your moorbounders then? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Um, as you do so, uh, you all notice that the, uh, the sphere, um, uh, kind of rolls along with you. Convenient. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, eventually as you head, uh, as you head east, uh, what comes into view is, uh, let's have everyone do a history check. Oh, an eight. Oh my gosh. Nat 20. Nice. 18. <laughs> so Anna, I have like Anna Glaze and, and, and Nolka, and I think Nolka, like you probably didn't even need, need to make this check. Uh, you see a ginormous tortoise. Uh, it is, uh, what you know of, what you know to be a horizon back tortoise. It's basically got this, uh, um, housing, um, built on its back and, uh, it's very, uh, scaly and has like sharp, uh, sharp points all over it. Um, but it, uh, it is, uh, resting now. Um, it seems like it's, it's, if it was a ship, it, it's it's moored, um, and you suspect that is the noise that you heard uh, that spooked uh, your moorbounders. You notice that uh, there are goblins aboard its back, and they uh, have captured uh, your moorbounders and are uh, they've got them roped up and are uh, pulling them up 
onto the back of the tortoise. Oh. How, uh, how much, um, how high off the ground are the moor boundaries? Uh, <laughs> that is a good question. This is a very, <laughs> it's gargantuan, this, uh, okay. this creature. So, uh, I'm going to say 60 feet off the ground at this point. Oh, oh, okay. <clears throat> Don't cut the ropes. They won't live. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> so that means that those goblins are even higher up. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Are we going after our Morvounders? Or are we just going to take the L on this one? <laughs> <laughs> Put an F in chat for this one. Um. <laughs> well, I, I didn't name mine because I, you know, feared this might happen. But, uh, Fomer? I want to go after Bristle, but I will mm. do what the group wants to do. I mean, we have this cub here. I don't know that we need to get into a big fight while we're protecting this cub. I mean, I guess we could go see if, just like, yell up to them and be like, hey, those are actually ours. Could you give them back? <laughs> but I feel like probably not. <laughs> Can you all make a perception check? 13. 9. 17. So, Vomer... You notice that, um, strangely, among the goblins, uh, there's a there's a kenku, uh, and she appears to be um, uh, pointing down. Uh, and when one of the more bounders gets up top, uh, she's she's sort of uh, petting it and calming it. I mean, Bristle will have a good life. It looks like. <laughs> um, <laughs> Caring can cool. <laughs> I guess I could. I've needed to lose a few scales so I can um, walk more. Um, let's yeah. let's go yell up and say, "Hey, those are more bounders," and just see, can. just see what happens. Okay. Because if, if you're just gonna cry the whole time, there's no point in us just walking away. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So I guess like when we get close enough to get their attention, um, Milka kind of like waves her arm and is like, "Hey, up there!" Uh, do any yeah, of yeah. cast a, a, shoots a mage hand and is like waving in their face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! Do any? Of That's you, my friend. Do any of you speak goblin? <sighs> no, thieves can't. <clears throat> thieves, do any thieves, no, goblins thieves, thieves can't what do you want to try to relay with uh, thieves can't um like a hey there what you <laughs> doing with those warbounders that are ours actually like our very good friends like we just are so attached to our warbounders if you could just please we just love them a lot and you're breaking our hearts that you took them uh uh you uh you see um one of the one of the bigger goblins uh peer down and um and speaks back to you um says uh this year's uh 
hairless gang property now. Finders keepers. Okay, but I mean, you only got them because your Horizon Vactortus scared them into running away. And then, for some reason, they ran toward the noise instead of away from it. We don't have to get into that part of it. But just if you could just give us back our Moorbounders, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, yeah, Vomer adds, yes, as you can see, um, my friend Bristle, uh, on their uh, their their tusks, they have the same gold paint as my scales. It is a friendship tattoo. Uh, <laughs> also, if that does not sway you, I see your eyes rolling around. Uh, maybe we get on even footing and each have a piece of meat in our hands and see who... Uh, who bristle comes to, huh? <laughs> the the boss uh, says, should have should have tied down your property. It's ours now. Property. Mm. Oh, let's. I'm. Oh. Uh, listen, this is. Uh, this could take no time at all, or this could take <laughs> a very long time, as we take care of everyone here. Uh, so why don't we just. <laughs> Uh, Anaglaze is smiling, but there is a uh, very uh, intimidating uh, look in her eye. What, she try- is she trying to intimidate the boss? She truly is trying to intimidate the boss, yes. <laughs> Go ahead and make an in- intimidation check. And the cub is watching all of this with wide eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that is a math 22. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the goblin boss uh, kind of like staggers back and, and, and says, look, we, we don't want to fight here, uh, but this is our property. If you, you want to barter with us, you can barter with us. Actually, you know what? Sorry, uh, I need to re, uh, go back there because uh, you have to make it with disadvantage because you don't speak their language. I do speak thieves can't. Could I? Have oh yes, yeah, in absolutely. Thieves can't? Yeah, lovely. Mm-hmm. Okay, Great. Great. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so the goblin boss um, sort of puts his hands up and says, "If you want to barter for for the, for the moorbounders, we we will allow you to barter. We uh, we stopped to hunt. Uh, if you can, uh, we saw uh, we saw a large lizard." Which one? <laughs> Vomer sort of points at herself and Nolka. <laughs> um, no, no, e, uh, food lizard. Food lizard? These guys are disgusting. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, uh, Nolka, uh, that food you grabbed, maybe put that up for mm. up for sale, maybe? But we're still going to lean over and quietly talk to everyone. You know, I think if we do my plan, um, sometimes uh, the more bounders get confused after because, you know, Bristle has bonded to me. And if uh, someone else tries to bond with uh, with him, it's possible they get eaten. It's a common <laughs> more bounder thing. <laughs> and then we scare them poopless and they let all the more bounders go. <laughs> or we can try the food barter. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, Volmer, really great plan and uh, definitely a good backup, I think. But 
just clearly clearly i know more about more bounders i named mine so (laughs) i named mine what is yours called connie thanks for asking yes i'm good it's a good gap of time when you between you when you said you had the name (laughs) (laughs) that was like two seconds (laughs) she's a turtle give her a break (laughs) 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 not all turtles are slow (laughs) Oh, we'll get Connie Bristle and non-name back. Don't worry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, are you, so you're going to barter uh, the food that you took from the from the wagon? I mean, you know, one in, one out. If if that's going to do it for him, I feel like that's probably the easiest thing. All right. Uh, make a uh... food suasion. <laughs> persuasion. <laughs> yes. Persuasion check, please. Twenty-one. Uh, they are very interested in the food uh, that you're uh, exchanging, uh, and very fresh. It's so fresh; I could smell it from feet away. Mm. That sounds mm. like not fresh. <laughs> this is an- this is Anna <laughs> selling it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they they um, willingly uh, return your more bounders. Uh, the Kenku um, is assisting them again um, to make sure that uh, the more bounders are are set down safely, um, and she um, she comes down to to greet all of you. Um, she has a um, a bandolier across her chest, and it's covered in these little metallic figurines. The cub is kind of fascinated by the Kenku and a. Uh... After staring at her for a minute, is it a her? Yes. After staring at her for a moment, uh, the cub's going to cast a flock of familiars, and three seagulls are going to start <laughs> circling around and landing near the Kenku's feet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the cutest friend. <laughs> uh, the Kenku, um, <clears throat> the Kenku smiles down at the seagulls um, and uh, the goblin boss uh, has come down as well um, and just to make sure that the exchange is is made uh, and the kenku um, pulls from her bandolier um, a compass and points at it and um, tilts her head the cub tilts her head. <laughs> <laughs> We're, I guess, headed. Uh, 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 the 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 uh, goblin boss says, uh, "Wait for the bell." And then the the kenku uh, makes the noise uh, of a bell chiming. Now you can speak. Oh, oh. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> We don't want to speak now. <laughs> you ruined it. You ruined conversation for everyone. Is that the, fun for you? The seagulls start <laughs> screeching. <laughs> uh, what's uh, what? What is the hairless gang's whole deal here? What y'all uh, up to? 
are you trying to join? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We had to no, get I'm trying going. to figure out if, if this is, uh, if they're being friendly or if they're trying to figure out where we're going so they can follow us and just, like, steal the more rounders back. <laughs> uh, the, the Kenku, uh, is kind of, um, feeling around on her bandolier to find, to find, uh, another object and, uh, and, the goblin boss uh, says, "No, she's she's not part of uh, she's not part of our our gang. She's uh, she bought passage. You want to buy passage? I mean, I mean, after you just stole our moorbounders, what a tempting offer! <laughs> where where are you going? Uh, the Kenku." Um, she she holds up uh it's a little figurine that looks like a an island with a with a palm tree on it mm, vacation interesting and then she uh she pulls out um what looks like a tiny little moorbounder and then she sort of like plays with it on the island hmm. i think she wants us to go on vacation with our moorbounders <laughs> and i'm i'm down honestly it's been it's been a long, long year. The goblin boss Anyone? says uh, uh, she's uh, she's a rancher, more bounder rancher. Ah, uh, or or that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else interested in this line of question? <laughs> <laughs> Vomer's still just petting uh, Bristle and uh, feeding them jerky. Uh, uh, which direction are you going in, though? You said it's, it's, uh, this imagery is not helpful. Um, <laughs> the Kenku points, uh, and she um, she points south. And then when she's done, she she makes the bell chiming noise again. The seagulls take <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> is that the uh, is that the direction we need south to go back to Dogas? Cat? Yeah, sorry. I mean, I meant to say God. that gently. Uh, where, where are you heading? Where do you think you're heading back? Uh, back to uh, Doggett. Oh, that's that's back west. Um, west. So we don't need <clears throat> them, right? Unless you you think you've earned. Do you think you've earned the vacation uh, on that place? <laughs> well, you, you, you know I do. <laughs> you know I do. <laughs> Again, that, that wound was very infected, and I was the one who had to clean it out, if you can remember from a couple trips ago. Anyways, it does, uh, yes, that quite the smell. <laughs> uh, like that food, actually. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Do we know where the cub is from or wants to go? Can we show the cub a map? <laughs> <laughs> you probably have a map, I would say. Uh, uh... Is this a catographer? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> um. <laughs> After all this time, it's a shame that now we just have to throw the whole gen out. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. You can show a map to the cub. Uh, so the cub looks over at the map um, and uh, you... Um, she doesn't actually uh, know where she is or where she's from. Um, oh, she just looks at the paper and kind of bats at the edges. 
Oh, well, that's really the, the unmapped area of the world. <laughs> yeah, it's really cute, but not helpful. I, I mean, I think the plan is just to take her to Dogeth and see you figure it out from there. Sounds good. So you're going to head back uh, west. Um, and so the, the goblin and the kenku, uh, they head back up on the, on the uh, horizon back. And, um, Ooh, should we ask them about the spider queen at all? Mm. Yes, wait, come back. (laughs) 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 They're they're about to go up and then they, 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 they turn back around, uh, Sorry, we had more meat for you. I really wanted to hear that bell ding one more time. (laughs) (laughs) The bell chimes. Yes, thank you. Oh, oh, it is our turn again. (laughs) Two in a row. So nice. Um, (laughs) What do you know about the spider queen? Have you heard of such a... Wonderful, uh, Vomer tries to read their eyes, and terrible, terribly powerful person thing. The goblin boss uh, just glances around. You in trouble with the spider queen? That's not, maybe we don't, uh, we don't need to get involved in whatever your business is. Uh, And he's trying to scramble up, up the rope. Uh, and, uh... We're not in trouble with the Spider Queen. We don't even know anything about her. We are just trying to figure out... We heard a story about her, and we're just interested to learn more. Yeah, the goblin is up the rope. Uh, the king... The king, (laughs) though, uh... Uh... She pulls out a spider, and then she pulls out a, a figure that looks like, uh, an elf. And, um... And she tilts her head and chimes the bell. Wait, cool. chimes the bell so we get to talk again? Yeah. Sorry, we just yeah. we keep the talking, so it's us. okay. <laughs> no, we just, uh, we heard rumors at the local rest stop. We read something on the wall. It said, for a good time, chime the spider queen. And we don't know what that means, any of it, honestly. The, the Kenku... Uh, takes the spider and uh, basically uh, uh, it um, motions for it to like attack the the uh, the elf and then she takes out another figure and it and she attacks with the spider um, and she just keeps attacking all these other little figurines um, okay so not a good time <laughs> oh sorry I, I said that before the chime keep going <laughs> she tries she tries us being silent <laughs> sorry i i didn't i didn't mean to interrupt um okay so bad times then is what it seems like whoever wrote that on the wall was trying to pull one over on us keep person <laughs> yes um she also uh she also takes the spider puts it on the compass and then points West. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> Lovely. That's what I was afraid of, but... <laughs> then she pulls up the island. <laughs> uh, we could go to a 
more Bounder Farm. <laughs> what it's still an option? What, what do we know about Dogeth? Like, how long have we been working for this bugbear? <clears throat> uh, that's up to you. Like, you, uh, each of you could have worked. You know, how long do you think you you each worked for for Dogeth? Uh, enough to trust him implicitly. <laughs> uh, enough to trust him, but not implicitly. Not <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just wondering, like, yeah, like I guess if if it seems like he's been giving us jobs to like steal from the Dwendalian Empire to to feed people who need it and to give back to people who need it, Milko probably would have been working for him for quite a while. But I just want to make sure that that is like. In that time, she sort of like put out feelers to make sure that, that this guy is on the level and not. I mean, going to betray them. He is part of a. He is the leader of a criminal cartel. Uh, they, uh, the goal is to uh, feed the people in the pits uh, where you all live. Um, he hasn't done anything that has betrayed your trust at this point. Hmm. During this conversation, the cub has climbed down Milka's cloak and is practicing pouncing in the grass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Uh, Volmer uh, um, opens up her cloak at the left hip and uh, you see a little uh, hourglass, but the sand is constantly moving up and down and she opens the top and uh, a glowing snake uh twists its way down her leg and uh, goes to play with uh, <laughs> the cub. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. Kronos, be careful. Bounce. <laughs> what does the cub do with the snake? Well, at first she does the head tilt again and then <laughs> does the little crouch and the pounce and they keep playing. <laughs> <clears throat> is she trying to capture the snake yes alright I want you to make a dexterity uh, check and I will yes. <laughs> uh, and I will do uh, dexterity for the snake as well. or actually uh, Jen do you want to do that for your snake yes yes or yes uh, sorry Homer. <laughs> 17 <laughs> oh <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so, uh, Kronos got an eight. <laughs> so, so the cub captures the snake. Uh, just careful, carefully. The, that's my familiar. <laughs> what would you like to do with it now that you've captured it? The cub puts it in her mouth. And it's kind of hanging out. <laughs> it's kind of waggling around out of her mouth. <laughs> Bomer, what would you like to do? Oh, so cute. Uh, she, she, be, be, like I said, be careful. <laughs> like, Bobo's already had like one animal friend get taken away. <laughs> so, so she casts Mage Hand that kind of just like gently opens up the cub's mouth so that <laughs> Kronos can slither back out. And then he just sort of like um, takes a little coiled up spot on top of the cub's head. To, like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's poisonous. <laughs> All right. What uh, what do you want to do for your next step here? Oh, I thought we were just going to role play till the end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we have to decide if we want to go to this island or go back to Daga. 
GenQ is pretty interesting. Anaglaze and- is pretty trusting of Doggett, so I th- that's that's Anaglaze's uh, choice. Westward. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, and this, the cub couldn't break our couldn't break a tie with our three people. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but you're you're in agreement to go then. Oh wait, did you both want to go south to the island? No, I I have no preference. I don't I don't know what would be best here, Doggeth. It's all Doggeth told us is that this was another supply caravan to be raided. So I I have no idea if he knew that there was a cub inside. Mm. Um, but I feel like you know, our choices now are to either take this cub and raise it. <laughs> And yes. hide from everyone. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> or go back to Doggeth and figure out our next steps from there. I mean, I what I mean by that is I, I don't feel comfortable just abandoning this cup somewhere. It's like if we decide not to go to Doggeth, what we're saying is that we are going to care for this cub until she's old enough to, to care for herself um, or try to find out where she came from. But without, I don't know, infiltrating the Dundalian Empire, I don't know how we would do that. Well, maybe Doggeth did know what we were getting ourselves into, and maybe he has more information. Right, exactly. So I, I feel like I, I agree that I think Doggeth is a, a good choice. I don't know that I'm ready for the responsibility of just having this cub forever. <laughs> okay, you don't want to raise a kid with me. I get it. Uh, <clears throat> no, I think you're right, because um, we could also... You know, press the scale to Doggeth and be like, hey, did you get bad information or were you lying? So, or maybe he thought this would be fun for us, you know, a bonding experience. Does that I seem actually like feel his... plenty bonded to the both of you. Why Don't need you... any more of that. What is this tone? <laughs> <laughs> this is my friendly tone. You know that. Oh, boy, when you have to say it, right? Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go. to. We're good. Let's go. Let's march uh, west. All right. So uh, the Kenku uh, uh, sort of waves, um, uh, goes up the rope, and, and you hear a, a bell chime again. And the, um, the horizon back tortoise uh, rises up and starts lumbering southward. You can take your more bounders and ride them uh, back to the city. Uh, how do you plan on getting back into the city? The, uh, the sphere is still following you. And is it making a noise? Or it depends on what, like, it's on the grass, it's soft, but like on city... A paved or a type roads would be like pretty loud. Probably because it's got, um, it's got these uh, sword legs basically that kind of clatter. Is it like a spider? Yeah, is that that is a, not quite. Is it, it, it it's uh, the legs sort of like just roll forward. So it's more like an insect. <laughs> it's only yeah. got six instead of eight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it does. The legs do look a little bit like they're insectoid, uh, but they're made out of swords. Uh, can we can we investigate the orb quickly? Yes, yeah, sure. Yes, I would like a new sword if that's possible. Uh, make a history <laughs> check. Are these? This is the cub's uh, 
19. This is the Cub's inheritance, man. Uh, Anna Glaze, you know that this is a... It's a very small gearkeeper construct. It's this rolling, deadly uh, uh, clockwork automaton. Um, and they were originally made uh, to be sentries and guardians in vaults. Um, usually they're much, much uh, larger than this one. Mm. And you said deadly, right? That was the word you said? Yes. <laughs> For whatever reason, this so, one uh, has been constructed in uh, a different way. Uh, I see. You, yeah. Usually they're, they're killing machines. And this one seems to have, it's like fitted out with a crib on the inside. So if we, knowing that that's what it is, if we tried to take it, just like walk into a city, probably people would take notice of that yes is there like a reset button on the bottom or something Vomer's <laughs> uh, like looking at like do we see any like carvings or any words yeah or can we like tinker with it or something uh you can attempt to tinker with it what would you like to do well i do have some glass blowers tools <laughs> <laughs> actually nice. i do have also have these tools um just to try to kind of like un undo it, un un undone it, get some oh. of those swords off. For, All right. So as for as you're doing that, uh, the cub, uh, how are you feeling about this? What what are you going to do about this? Uh, the cub is watching, but you can see that her tail under her robe is starting to go back and forth, kind of just waiting to see what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anaglaze, I forgot. I have I have some tools as well. <laughs> All right, if you want to yeah. make some uh, dexterity uh, checks here. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's not going to be good. <gasps> 19. Finally, when it matters, a nat 20. All right, Ooh. so Ooh. Hot, hot. you could probably uh, pry off a, a sword leg if you wanted to, each of you. I mean, sure. Why not? Can and we can try to attempt to put it back on as well, right? I want to see how this thing works. Yeah. <clears throat> I normally do this with bones. You, you rolled it. You so rolled high enough on. that you could take it off and then put it back on. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it still works. But that's but that's it. That's all we can really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah you're not really uh, like everything else is. Uh, it's metal plates. Um, I mean, if you wanted to, to take it apart for for parts, you. With your rolls, you could probably do that. What if we kept it in check? Not in check. What if we um strapped it to our back so it didn't make a lot of noise? It's I mean, large. the other option is um, we try to disguise it. Oh yes. Mm. Do you have? Did you bring paint? Well, I have. This and she Milkle takes off her cloak and sort of like just sets it over top of the construct, mm-hmm. um, but sort of like shaking it out as she does, and it turns sort of like black and fuzzy, almost like the Moorbounders. <laughs> Excellent, good idea, good idea. <laughs> so, but I mean, like now, I will say it just looks like a big round black fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> Still an improvement. improvement. So, I mean... Oh, God. 
I mean, if we if we can figure out, you know, how to if we can make something work with this, we can try to like just disguise it and take it into the city with us. Yes, sounds good. It also looks more like a spider now. I feel like everyone must know, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's become more terrifying. Um, all right. So you have this uh, this gearkeeper construct uh, that looks very black and fuzzy right now, and you're heading back into the city. Uh, how is the cub being transported? Um, Nolka would have like reached back down to try to carry her again to like offer her her arms to see if the cub was into that. The cub climbs back up. Um, when we start to get so. Before we get to the city, um, we're we don't live somewhere where there like are no tabaxi, right? Like we saw this, we saw the cub, and we're like, oh, that's a tabaxi. We're familiar with that. Oh, absolutely. Like if yes. we just take a tabaxi cub into the city, no one is going to be like, hey, 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 now you're up to something. <laughs> yeah, it's um, you're living in an area where beast folk are very common. Okay, cool. Um, then yeah, I guess we won't necessarily try to like hide her, um, but. But Nolka will definitely, like, hold her, try to hold her in a way that, like, no one immediately sees her. Yeah. And, and Kelly, you described what you look like, but were you wearing, like, I don't know, like, a sash of some kind or, like, a gold medallion around your neck or anything that's going to be, like, it's the princess or something? Like, it's like a brown, tattered no. brown cloak. Yes, <laughs> so, that that <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> super conspicuous (laughs) all right so you're just gonna head into head into the city um holding the cub but not quite hiding her um and then you've got the uh construct uh hidden in the in the cloak um all right um can you all make a perception check Seventeen. Sixteen. Sixteen for me, too. Dang. Okay. Why can't we always roll like this? Mm. (laughs) So, should the cub be rolling, too? (laughs) Yes, let's get the cub to roll as well. Okay. (laughs) Oh, seven. (laughs) The cub is uh, too enchanted by by, uh, the city here. Uh, So... You uh, you make your way back into Azarius, and uh, it's it's on this cracked hillside, um, and there are like sp- spears of rock growing out of uh, of the area as a what you know is like a military fortification, um, and when you pass through the gates, uh, you are in a sprawling. Uh, city Um, it's cluttered with uh, mud huts um, and um, lots of rough looking homesteads people around here are from um, uh, mostly from the Kryn dynasty uh, so the the dark elves uh, but you also see uh, goblinoids and beast folk um, and you are heading down uh, into the the section of town that's called the pits and it is the the poorest area um, of, of town 
uh, and uh, you you are moving along and everyone except the cub uh, you notice that uh, there are uh, some dark elves following you I think we have uh, friends hello haven't haven't heard that in a long time (laughs) okay sorry did I say that out loud (laughs) (laughs) Vomer would like to uh, sort of uh, (laughs) bend over and pretend to tie a boot (laughs) okay <clears throat> and then uh, uh, send uh, and then uh, like let Kronos like uh, crawl um, into the cracks of the, the the wall next to them and uh, then like starts walking again to see if uh, he can pick up anything of if they're saying anything as they move and the cub's ears pick up when she sees Kronos again <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Kronos uh, slithers away and uh, the the elves that are following you are spread out, um, and so they're not speaking to each other. Mm-hmm. That is good job, Kronos. Uh, I learned a lot. Does Kronos <laughs> does Kronos, is Kronos able to relay other information, like what they're what they look like and, and things like that? Um, I think I can. Can I see through his eyes? Uh, I think usually with a familiar you can. Yeah, yeah, and then I just can't do anything while that's happening. So yeah. All right, if you do that, uh, you you see that they're uh, they're armed. Um, <laughs> they they have daggers and crossbows and and lances on them. Oh, it's a lot of they've got the full armory. Um, that's terrible. Uh, do they have any insignia or marking? Are they wearing any special? Um, are they wearing that? Terrifying clicking armor, the Crick's armor from uh, that the dynasty sometimes has. Uh, no, they're not. They stuff. they okay. seem like they're uh, as as much as they're carrying the weapons, they seem like they're dressed in like civilian clothes, like they're trying to blend in. Um, they've got cloaks over whatever it is that that they might have underneath. Okay, Vomer uh, goes back to her own head. Okay, so I think they're undercover mercenaries. They're trying to play it cool. Um, but one of them looked like they didn't understand the fashion. You know, like they were trying too hard, too many <laughs> patterns. <laughs> were you getting a good guy vibe or a bad guy vibe? getting a heavily armored vibe. So mm-hmm. is it like a Girl Scout thing? Like always be prepared or like mm-hmm. be prepared to like eviscerate, you know? How far behind us are they? Uh, they started off, at, you know, at a at a far distance. Uh, you you think it was about sixty feet, and then they uh, noticed you, and they're closing in, probably closer to thirty feet now. Are we at all close to where we were trying to like how? <laughs> where yeah, we're, we're trying to go. You're <laughs> heading to to, to your cartel headquarters, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're very close at this point. We can do the uh, one, two, three run <laughs> maneuver. Oh, I love that one. It's a good cardio. Mm. Um, we could also, so yes, let's do that. Uh, and I will uh, try to do something to distract them. Oh. 
Um, yes. So as we get ready to run, uh, Nilka is going to, again, like cross her arms and push forward and create an echo, another echo of herself. Um, but this one is, it appears 15 feet away from her, so like between them and the people following behind them. Okay. Um, and that echo is immediately just going to, are, what are, what do the streets look like? Is it like paved streets? You're in an area where it's not. It's very m- mucky. Mucky. Um, any sort of, like, things around that the Echo could just, like, hit to, like, block this alleyway or whatever? Uh, there's probably, like, uh, ragged cloths and things like that. Laundry hanging out. That sort of thing. Uh, if you, Nolka, if you want to tag team this, uh, I have oil of slipperiness. <laughs> And we could get them to go in a different direction and also a greasy direction. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just, we've never done this playbook before, but I just thought. I I really like it. Yeah. Do you want to like toss that to my echo? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. The Anaglaze will hand over that oil to the echo. All right. So the echo has grease or oil in its hand now, and what what is going to happen here? So really, like we need to start running, and then it needs to happen fast because, like, as soon as this thing is thirty feet from me, it disappears. Right. So I guess she's just going to like throw the oil on them. What does oil mm-hmm. of slipperiness do? So uh, that's not the best idea. Uh, okay. You can throw it on the ground, and then it it like basically acts like a grease spell in that area like 10 <laughs> 10 foot square so it should be like slippery okay yeah, so yeah an hours <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry how many of them were there Kat? there was uh there were three of them uh okay. and yeah. it is narrow enough that you would cover the entire uh the entire street there okay so yeah i guess that is what my echo will do is just like dump the potion right there in the street and like as close to them as, as the echo can get while we turn and run away. All right. Could, uh, could Vomer do something too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Vomer lifts up the, the left hand again and as the cloak peels away, you see numbers and uh, months and dates carved into the her scales. And uh, uh, <laughs> she sends out a, a spectral uh, gold square uh, it turns into a cube, and then it whoop, hops on top of the first uh, person in the alleyway uh-huh. uh, that's running after or about to run after them, and uh, they uh, must make a Constitution saving through. All right, that is an thirteen. Right. Oh, I have my spell save DC is thirteen, so Ty goes to. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say you. Yes. <laughs> she goes. <laughs> Go ahead. Be fragile. Know that you will soon turn into dust. And uh, <laughs> she casts momentary stasis on them, and they are now encased in this field of energy. Uh, probably till we're about sixty feet away. Okay. <laughs> so. So they're so they're tra- they're stopped, and then when they get unstopped, they will be slippery. <laughs> Yep, it's gonna be like a good old-fashioned cartoon. Uh, <laughs> very good. Very All right, good. so what do the other two have to do? 
Uh, um, I have to make a save. Uh, it's uh, only one. Uh, it's only no, one no, creature. No, uh, no. For the for the grease. Oh. Sorry. Mm. Um. Oh, it just becomes a difficult terrain. Yeah, I think that. All right. So uh, they are slipping through uh, through the grease, uh, trying to steady themselves with their with their lances, and uh, and one of them is completely frozen in time. And you, you, I'm assuming you're all taking a dash action. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I think c- combined with all the things that have happened here, you're able to, to run, take off, uh, and make it to, um, your cartel headquarters. All right. So you arrive in, um, it's probably one of the bigger dwellings in the pits. It's still just a mud, large mud hut, um, and in it you find Dogus, your cartel leader. Um, sorry, so before we go in, actually, uh, Nolka would have wanted to make sure that the cub was somewhat hidden this time. Okay. How do you um, want so to do that? Uh, since her cloak is still on the, the construct, <laughs> um, I guess just like putting her putting the cub kind of behind Nolko's neck so that she's sort of hidden by her shield and her shell. Okay. But also, like, high up so that she can, like, get to her very easily. Okay. So it kind of looks like Nolko's wearing a weird scarf. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think the cub needs to make a, um, a stealth check. Okay. 19. <laughs> All right. So you enter, and uh, it doesn't appear that Dogath uh, notices anything different. He's probably too distracted by the fact that you're not wearing your cloak. Dogath has an eye for these things. <laughs> Fashion. <laughs> well, you came back uh, empty-handed. Well... Do you want to hear the long story, short story? Because oh, we, we had some stinky food. Oh. Then we lost the Moorbounders. And then we had to give the stinky food for the Moorbounders. So what, were you expecting anything more than that? Mm, I was expecting you to fulfill a job. Yeah, we found stinky food. I don't know what to tell you. I will say they did not seem like merchants, this... Uh... No, I told you they were spies. That's why we we raided them. Yes, but... Did you send out, like, another party, maybe, at the same time, in case we couldn't do the job? He shakes his head. What are you talking about? Uh, Does Vomer... I mean, Vomer trusts him, but can she, like, do, like, a little... Insight check? Sure. She was my highest. Oh, good. Why did I say that? Uh, 12. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dagas, you see that he's uneasy at this point. What were you hoping to, uh, what were you hoping for us to find? Just like the usual uh, supplies or um, anything special? I... Living? (laughs) (laughs) He uh, he squints his eyes at you, Uh, and I 
When you say living, um, he says, what do you mean? You know, like when you want something dead or alive and you don't care how you get it. Did you find something you weren't expecting? Okay, <laughs> let's stop doing this. T- just tell us exactly what you thought was going to be in this caravan. He looks around, look. The children of Malice, we, we struck a bargain. They're going to provide for the pits in, in a way that the others haven't. We need what was on that caravan to make it happen. So you're going to give what was on the caravan to the children of Malice? That was the deal. What do they plan to do with it? Beyond me, I don't I don't even care. I'm just looking out after after all of our our people here. That's what we're all in this for, right? The people of the pits have suffered for too long. Have have you made deals with the children of Malice before? They're they're not known for, you know, having alliances. They're not known for you know, being helpful. It's kind of like their thing. It's kind of in their their name. (laughs) (laughs) We're desperate. The war has had a significant impact on supplies uh, coming into us in particular. We're always the last. We're always the last mouths to be fed. You know this. You grew up here. You know how hard it is to just eke out scraps. So what's the what's the deal then? Hand over what was whatever was in that that caravan, whatever it is that they were looking for. And we get to feast for the first time. Yeah, it'd be so much easier if that thing was ugly. Uh, they didn't tell you. <laughs> Anna Gway says to herself. <laughs> they didn't tell you what was in the caravan, like what it was that they were looking for? Some weapon. Like, we don't need weapons, we need food. I mean, oof. It wasn't a weapon. What, what, what was it? We all, uh, Vomer looks over at Nolka and uh, <laughs> Anaglis. Um, Nolka, like, tries to call his attention to the construct that's covered in her. Mm-hmm. Uh, cloak. Did we were we able to like close the the crib part? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> okay, so right now it just looks like the the construct on its own. Yeah. Um. So Moko will sort of like lift her her cloak a little bit so that he can see part of it and say like it's not it's not what you think it is. There's a cub inside. A cub, like, like a little, little, little animal. What? What? Like a tabaxi cub. You must have raided the wrong caravan. There was only the one caravan. I mean, the tabaxi cub that was kept in a gearkeeper. You know, like it was important. A fancy gilded cage of some kind. 
Where's where is this cub? There's like this thing is outfitted with like a crib to keep it safe. So it's in there. Okay. Uh They told me it was real powerful. I hope you didn't open that. Uh it's dangerous and uh All we need to do is is turn that over. You're talking about a cub. Yes, it's a life. You can't do that. That's sort of... One life for... How many? How many of your friends you know died from malnourishment? But they wouldn't want this. This isn't a, a good trade. You, you don't understand... They, the children of Malice, they've been looking for this for a real long time. It took all of my resources to find it, and they, they're not going to stop tracking this thing. So... You get that? Like... If we leave now and take the cub with us, what, what will you do? What kind of head start will you give us for old time's sake? Um, he shakes his head and says, I'm, I'm real sorry about this. And um, I need you all to roll for initiative. <laughs> Would it be possible as soon as he shakes his head for Nalka to act? To, like, realize what that means in action. <laughs> uh, I think that it is going to happen real fast. So I can, okay, I can, I can, yeah, I think it's, I think it just happens too fast. Because when he says it, that's, like, the key word. And, um, A nine for me. 22 for Vomer. 16 for Anaglase. Five for the cub. Oh, okay. All right. Um, when after uh, Dagas uh, says those words, the front door, which is just a curtain, sort of opens up. So there are three of those figures that uh, that you saw before. Those elven figures. They walk in, and they throw back their cloaks and have um, half plate armor on. And they say, you're going to want to give it up. And uh, Vomer, it is your turn. Um, <laughs> Vomer says, now Brutus, Lily, Dan, Sheila, Inage, Ayo, it's so good to see you. We're not going to. And <laughs> um, uh, she uh, pulls out a little, uh, <laughs> it looks like a little spell book, but it's got a bunch of spells weird squares in it with like things written in each square okay um, <laughs> certain and uh they're like little x's through the top line and halfway through the second line there's you know um she flips around she's like yes yes this is not going to be good for any of you and uh <laughs> um she <laughs> she touches uh she reaches out to uh Milka. And uh, a bunch of uh, <laughs> uh, numbers start to swirl around her feet, 
and uh, she casts a uh, long strider. <laughs> so her speed increases for 10 feet. <laughs> uh, increases by 10 feet for an hour. She goes, you can get out of here fast. All right. Do you have If you a... want, you don't have to, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a bonus action? I do not. Okay. Um, Anaglase, it is now your turn. Uh, okay. Anaglase is going to oh, stop messing around this time. Uh, <laughs> she's got a real soft spot for adorable tabaxi cubs. Uh, and... Uh, is going to attack uh, one of them. I don't know. The one that uh, Vomer sounded less enthused to see. <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> Sheila, there we go. Um, and she'll uh, attack with her rapier. All right. 16 to hit. Uh, you actually miss... As uh, as the dark elf uh, dodges out of the way, do you have a bonus action? Yikes! 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 Uh, not one that makes sense. Um, I have a reaction though that I can use. Please. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> if I may, <laughs> uh, and Vomer uh, lifts up the left hand, and some number numbers come swirling out of her. Uh, black cloak arm and a, a, a the time excuse me a bunch of sw- they, the numbers swirl around Anaglaze and uh, she can now re-roll oh cool <laughs> shifted back 30 seconds ish sort of so. six, six seconds six seconds sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh ah, let's let's try that again but you look older uh, no. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hopefully I still have my my swing, and she's gonna reach out again with the rapier. Nope. Oh wait, actually, yeah. Nope. Nope. I have math thirteen. No, unfortunately not. <clears throat> so Vomer, you see, you basically see a repeat. <clears throat> oh no, deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> Nolka was talking about this. Nolka, what would you like to do? So the these. Three figures are between us and the door, right? Yes. Okay. Mm. There are windows in this in this little hut, though. Nalka is first going to look to her companions and say, <laughs> because Vomer cast Longstrider on her, um, I am going to get the cub out of here, and I will try to come back and help. <laughs> But I'm not abandoning you, hopefully. <laughs> um, and she's going to look at the window behind her, I guess, and cast her echo out there. Okay. Um, and then I can teleport, magically swapping places with my echo. Cool. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to do that. Taking I, It doesn't say that I, I can't take things with me. I assume I'm not like teleporting naked, so that means I yeah. can like, take the stuff that I'm carrying. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to like swap places with my echo basically on the outside. Excellent. Um, so on the next turn, my echo will still be able to, to attack for me as long as I'm close enough. But Nolka is then going to use, although that is my action bonus action to to do just that. Okay. Um, 
So on the next turn, I'm going to try to run away while my echo attacks. All right, so uh, you've taken the cub with you. So uh, what is the cub doing at this point? Uh, at this point, the cub is, you know, looking around is pretty visible. And uh... you can peer into the window. And um, if there's something that you want to do um, inside the hut, um, you're able to do it uh, just as Noka gets you out the window. No, I'm going to hold hold my action. Okay. And, and I will say, sorry, quick retcon, because they wouldn't have seen the cub around her neck yet. Um, she also would have, like, grabbed for the the construct to teleport it with them. Uh, you would have... Oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can do that. I guess I don't know for sure that I can just, like, take stuff with me. <laughs> I think with the construct, the only thing is... No, you are teleporting. You're not actually, like, physically hoisting it out the window, right? Right. It, I'm just like magically swapping places with the echo outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can take the, the construct with you then. Okay. All right. Uh, so then it is, uh, it's the uh, dark elves turn. They look amongst each other and because of what uh, Nolka said, they're aware that um, the cub is somewhere there. Uh, on there, so on Noka, so they're going to attack the Echo. First attack was only a six. Second, a six. Third is a thirteen. That doesn't hit, right? Nope. All right, so they uh, they were all confused, and they're just like uh, they're just like stormtroopers, and they all missed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vomer, it's your turn. <laughs> Vomer's not here to play. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, uh, yeah, she goes, Sorry, friends. Except for you, Sheila. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sheila's the worst, apparently. She uh, ate all my food out of the cold box. Um, and uh, <laughs> she uh, pulls out her... Uh, she pulls out... She uh, she does a little cute unzipping motion on her mouth, and uh, opens up her teeth, which they can see are also painted with the numbers. And uh, uh, a stream of uh, acid pours out onto them. <laughs> she casts her breath weapon. <laughs> nice. Um, and they make a deck saving throw. All right. First one is a seven. Second is a six. Third is a 21. Okay, well, <laughs> that person only takes half damage. All right. First two take eight, and the second one takes four. Or the third, sorry. First two take eight, the last one takes four damage. Acid damage. Oh, Sheila, your hair, I know you just got it done. <laughs> They're covered in... Uh, in this acid uh, on their on their half plate, and it's just dripping off right now. Uh, Anaglaze, what would you like to do? Some more deja vu, perhaps. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> I mean, it's a reaction. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Just... We can we can try this again. <laughs> <laughs> and one more time. Um, yeah, rapier to Sheila. All right. I, I hardly knew you, Sheila, honestly. This is kind of 
Sorry, it probably feels aggressive for you, and I'm, yeah, sorry about that. We Although could, this uh, time... We could go for Ao instead, one of the men. No, it's Sheila, I'm committed, and that's a 22 to hit. Oh yes, Whoa. that definitely hits. Ha <laughs> Man, I have not gotten to roll damage. <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes. Oh. oh, so that is uh, nine. All right, damage and uh, piercing damage, and then also, can I use? I'll use my um, insightful fighting bonus action. Okay. Um, so basically, I uh, make an insight check against uh, Sheila, who's going to do a deception check. Okay. And if I succeed, I get to use my sneak attack. Um, just basically extra damage. Uh, so she got a nine on deception. Uh, Fifteen. All right. Aha. Lovely. Uh, and so basically I can just deal uh, an extra 3d6. Ooh. Ooh. So it's uh, ten more damage. All right. Since the, the cub was holding... Can- can she use an action right now, or do I need to wait to her turn? Yeah, you can jump in whenever. Okay. Did, you, did you want to jump in right after Anaclase then? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so Sheila takes uh, much more damage than uh, than she initially thought, and she's uh, holding holding a wound that you got like underneath her half plate. Um, and now. We're going to get the cub back in here. Okay, so seeing um, seeing the group attack Nolka, uh, the cub suddenly gets very protective, and the cub is going to cast Event Horizon, which is an action. <laughs> uh, so whenever a creature hostile to the cub starts its turn, it has to make a strength saving throw, uh, and if it's successful, they take damage and their speed is reduced to zero. All right. Um, so when they start their turn next, uh, we will engage that. Nolka, it is now your turn. So you've run far enough away that I think the your echo um, has disappeared in there. Um, so Nolka would have tried to run in a direction so they wouldn't be able to see where she was going since they would only be able to see her out the window. Yeah. And she would have instead tried to climb up to the top of the building. Oh, okay. Um, so that specifically so that the echo doesn't disappear. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. So it's still standing. You're on top of the building. Uh, I think I'll just need you to make a, a dexterity uh, save for climbing on top of the building. Fourteen. Uh, yeah, you're able to um, to climb up there, um, and so you're safely up top there with uh, with the cub uh, nestled on your neck. Um, you can tell she's she's a little bit angry. You can see there's like a little furrowed brow on her. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is there yeah, anything you want to do from up here? Um, I think I can only use my echo to attack as an action, not a bonus action. Okay. Uh, so mostly just like get up there and try to hide. Um, and hope that like the people downstairs don't know that I have to be within 30 feet for my echo to maintain <laughs> form. All right. Um, uh, but yeah, just try to hide uh, hide the cub and keep herself hidden. Uh, maybe at this point, if the, the uh, 
the construct followed us to the roof, um, she might try to like put the cub back in it and then cover the entire thing with her cloak. The the construct would have been... I think you need to do a strength check to bring that up with you. Okay, gotcha. Because it's very heavy. 16. Um... You struggle with it, but you manage to bring it up to the the roof, um, and so you're able to to do what you just uh, do what you just said. Um, okay. All right, and that's the end of your turn. Yep. All right, so the dark elves are going to continue attacking. Uh, two of them are going to attack uh, the uh, Nolka's Echo. And Sheila is turning her attention to Anna Glaze now. So Anna Glaze will go first. That was only a 10. Another 10 to miss. And then a 14 that misses as well. That misses. All right, so again, uh, pew, pew, pew. (laughs) (laughs) Vomer, it's your turn. Uh, Vomer wants to... uh... (laughs) reach out and touch Sheila's face. No, um, <laughs> um, with the, again, the left arm, uh, Vomer, uh, points at the two that are fighting, uh, Nolka and goes, what is that? Is it the time to wake up? And a sudden, like, beep, 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 terrible noise. Sort of like an alarm clock on another plane starts going <laughs> off. <laughs> And uh, the the two of them uh, must make a constitution saving throw. All right. Take this thunderous damage. And I don't know what that'll do to your Echo Knight, though, Jess. I'm sorry. (laughs) First one got a 19. Well, good for them. And then the other one got a four. Ah, the other one hit the snooze button. Okay. uh, (laughs) So the second one is taking 12 thunder damage. And the first one's taking six take half. And that was you said the echo was in range as well and needs to make the same save? Um, I, I'm not sure. Is that something that would I don't know what, what echo knights <laughs> like, do they take on damage the way yeah. regular? Okay. Yeah, sorry. It, constitution it, it was, right a, was it a constitution save? Yes. I'm 17. So, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Just the, just <laughs> just six. <laughs> six damage? Yeah. Okay, the, the echo dissolves. No! Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, at this point, uh, the Dark Elves uh, are are obviously realize what's going on. Uh, Anaclase, what would you like to do? (sighs) I'm not going to attack my friends, that's for sure. Just kidding, Jen. (laughs) Come at me, coward. (laughs) (laughs) Do what you must to save the cub. I mean, there can't be there can't be much left here. <laughs> this is a lot. This is a lot. She's a huge ego. <laughs> uh, rapier again, uh, and Anna Glaze will say, "Actually, Sheila, we're kind of getting to know each other in in this moment. You know, it's just, we're actually spending a lot of time together. This is interesting. Uh, Seventeen to hit. That hits. Six uh, piercing damage. All right, you get her under the under the plate mail again um so the cub you are up top now um with nolka um what are you doing 
Um, the cub can tell that they're trying to hide, so uh, just for her turn, she's going to cast um, Death Ward on Nolka. Nice. All right, Nolka, it is your turn. You're aware that your echo is no longer there, right? Yes. Um, and I guess because of that, all she can really do is try to cast another echo. Because she doesn't want to leave the cub up here alone right now. Yeah. So she'll start by just casting another echo down on the ground because it has to be within sight. Uh-huh. Um, and then it'll just start trying to walk into the building, I guess, from behind, like from the, the front entrance. So it'll kind of split the attention of the the attackers. All right. She'll, she'll come up behind them. I mean, this cup seems pretty capable. I feel like you could just both come to <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't know uh, what Nova I was still thinking. wants to keep it safe, but it yeah. does seem like this cup could be very useful in this way. <laughs> All right, so the your echo walks into the building again? Yes. All right. Uh, at this point, the, uh, the dark elves, they're confused, they see the echo come back in, uh, and then they're actually going to try pushing past. Uh, so you, uh, let's see. Just as a reminder that Event Horizon, on their turn, they need to roll a saving throw. Oh, right, right, right. Thank you. All mm-hmm. right. What's the save? Uh, 17. Uh, for which skill? I thought, was it a strength saving throw? Yes, you're right. Oh my gosh, yes. All right. The creature must uh, make a strength saving throw. Strength against saving throw, okay. The, yes. So first one only got a five. Uh, second one got a 12. Third one got a four. Okay, so they all have speed reduced to zero, and they take 2d10 force damage. All right, do you want to roll that? Sure. That is Eight. All right, uh, so they all just uh, collapse uh, in a heap then, and what we could fall out. How long does the has how long does that last? Just one, one minute. One minute. Okay, so you all have one minute to decide what you're going to do next. Are you going to remain in combat or are you going to leave? Leave, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's go. All right, uh, so you have a one minute lead. Uh, what are you doing? Dogus actually says to you, if you're going to keep fighting for this thing, all I have to say is they're not going to stop looking. Y- you have to find somewhere that they can't find you. Somewhere far. Um, Nolka will teleport back with the the cub and the cradle um, so that when he says that, she's going to look inside and say like, hey... Appreciate it. Now we got to knock you out so it doesn't look like you were helping us. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're going to take your ID so it's painful as well. <laughs> he, he nods and just shrugs. <laughs> Who wants to do the honor? <laughs> oh, we all do. Right? <laughs> we all we like pull back and all three little fists come at him. Or yeah. fists, but exactly. like softly. T- <laughs> what does the cub do? Just watches. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're teaching her violence. 
after that, you knock them out um, and you're going to leave. Uh, you can take your more bounders. Uh, where do you want to go? South? Yeah, is it too late to catch up with that horizon back tortoise? <laughs> do it. Yeah, that Ken cutie, what was up? <laughs> All right. Uh, if that's what you want to do, uh, you can... Yeah, uh, I think I just need you all to make survival checks uh, to track the to track the tortoise, or whoever wants to track the tortoise. Ooh, not me. Fifteen. Twenty three. Yeah. Uh, so Vomer um, uh, very easily tracks the tracks the tortoise, uh, and you safely get out of out of town, uh, out of the city. Sorry, and. Um, you make your way down uh, south uh, towards. It gets a little greener here um, in Joros, and uh, you start to see water ahead of you. And eventually, you see the horizon back tortoise parked again. Um, and the Kenku is um, is assisting the goblins. Uh, She's got uh, two more bounders um, that uh, that are accompanying her, and they uh, they wave over at you um, as they're making their way to a rowboat. And you can see in in the uh, the lake here that there is a, a very large uh, keelboat uh, anchored. Which of us knows how to row? <laughs> Uh, I'm a sailor. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what? Nice. <laughs> the whole time? <laughs> Where is your hat? <laughs> I don't wear one. Uh, yeah. Um, let's, uh, can we, we didn't ask your name before. Uh. New friend. The, the Kenku rings the bell, uh, and the goblin boss says, it's Bell. Love it. <laughs> Belle, can we... Does the offer still stand to go with you to your Moorbounder Ranch Island? She she nods uh, and um, she pulls out a little figurine that uh, that's a little happy face. <laughs> and then rings, rings the bell. <laughs> yes, we are also happy about this decision. Uh, so you're able to, uh, you have to take the rope out, uh, out back and forth a few trips because you've got your whole party with the moorbounders, uh, the bell and her moorbounders, and um, you make uh, a journey. Um, it takes probably several weeks, um, but you're on this keel boat, um, which um, Belle is happy to have uh, someone help uh, with the with the sailing of the ship. Uh, she does it um, on shifts uh, between herself and uh, Nolka. And it's not without some challenges. The weather gets rough at some points. Uh, there are uh, uh warlocks uh, that uh, sort of chase after you at some point. Um, but eventually, you arrive at the southwest coastline along the Lucidian Ocean. Uh, the Menagerie Coast comes into view. It's this lush, tropical area. 
um, and you take in these these scattered forests and jungles and and these rocky seaside uh, cliffs and beaches and there are trade ships with bright sails that traverse the sea um, but Bell navigates the ship south of there and eventually you arrive on an overgrown island and she breathes in the humid air smiling and offers uh, to send you off uh, onto the island with the with the moorbounders where do you retire there? What uh, what happens? <laughs> Anaglaze is just on an extended vacation. She definitely wants to get back into the into the the thick of the city life and, and whatnot. Alright, so you- But she'll make sure everything is settled and then try to find uh, find her way back. Alright. What does Vomer wanna do? Vomer uh, wants to create like a sanctuary for uh, more bounders. <laughs> um, in addition to the, like the you know the farm, but like ones that are like too old to bound anymore. Okay. <laughs> um, so we'll occasionally leave the island to like you know go collect them mm-hmm. and pay people a small fee you know to take them and mm-hmm. um, you know probably adopts out ones that need good homes nice. <laughs> and help maybe help with the raising of this amazingly strong graviturgical wizard <laughs> or something <laughs> Nolka what would you like to do um, Nolka just wants to lay low for a little while sort of uh, like Anagle sees this as sort of an extended vacation um, before, like, once the cub is a little bit older, uh, maybe after, like, a year or two, um, she might start, like, traveling back into more crowded cities and just start, like, putting out feelers to try to figure out where this cub came from to try to find, find where she belongs. All right. And the cub, uh, so you, you are here living, um, amongst these these people who have saved you, um, you get to grow up with these more bounders. Uh, Nolka, after about a year, starts uh, starts leaving for periods of time. Uh, what does uh, what does the cub do when she does this? Uh, the cub gets very lonely when Nolka mm. is gone, and to mm. kind of make herself feel better, she'll call her seagulls to her just to play. <laughs> but mostly, she tries to look around for. Any other friends she might be able to find, but she's always sad, and, and her tail kind of drags along the ground when she walks around until Nilka comes back. <laughs> Does that change your plan, Nilka? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nilka's trips are very short. <laughs> and if she doesn't, probably after like a couple of years, we're just trying to like put up feelers. Like, at no point does Nolka try to make the cub feel like she's trying to get rid of her. She's just trying to make sure that there's not, like, a family out there still searching for her. Right. Uh, yeah, and then after a few years, you you don't hear of a family searching for her, but you do hear of various factions looking for what you know is is the cub. And you can be satisfied in knowing that you are hidden away on this overgrown island, uh, on this ranch, safely bringing up 
this cup. And that is where we will end this adventure. Hey everyone, it's Kat again. Thanks so much to Wizards of the Coast and Critical Role for allowing us this opportunity to play in this world. We had so much fun. Um, before we wrap up, let's go around and introduce ourselves. I can start. Uh, I'm Kat Kruger. I'm the Dungeon Master here at D20 Dames. I'm also uh, Chief Wordsmith at Steampunk Unicorn Studio, where I write for various entertainment and gaming clients. I'm also the story architect for um, a new platform coming out uh, called uh, Play Multiverse. You can find me online at uh, on social media at Kat Kruger. Mm, let's go with our guest next. Oh. <laughs> I'm Kelly Knox. Uh, I'm a freelance writer in the Seattle area, and I write for sites uh, like Geek and Sundry and Nerdist, and also for Star Wars, the official <laughs> website. <laughs> um, you can find me mostly on Twitter. Uh, my my Twitter name is at Kelly underscore Knox. Uh, hi, I'm Brittany Leonagay. Um, I play various NPCs on the uh, D20 Dames podcast, where you can find us every other uh, week. I am a product manager for Facebook Gaming by day, and you can find me on the internet um, in various places as Brittany Lee. Uh, I'm Jess Ross, a writer and editor. I today played Nolka, the Tortle Echo Knight fighter, but I normally play Loria on D20 Dames. Um, I do lots of stuff. Right now I'm an editor at Wizards of the Coast for D&D. Um, and you can find me online at WriteJessR. Hi, my name is Jen Vaughn, and today I played Vomer Bones, a chronergical wizard, or a wizard of <laughs> chronergy. It's very easy to say. Uh, <laughs> normally I play Riot on D20 Dames. Uh, you can find more of my art and my writing at hauntedvaultstudios.com. And by day, I'm the narrative designer at Very Very Spaceship, a video game company. And there I also have a streaming show every Tuesday where we play different RPGs every month called Jen Vaughn's Big Dungeon Show because I have a very fragile ego. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me online at the Genya, T-H-E-J-E-N-Y-A. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we really appreciate you joining us, Kelly. This was so much fun. Kelly, you were so great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> For anyone who'd like to get in touch with us, you can find all our social media links at d20dames.com. Anyway, that's it for now. Until next time, misadventure awaits. Mm -hmm.